Hey, it's Stu at Bitcoin Fi, and I am pumped to bring you this episode. I haven't been so excited about a financial account in a long time, and I think this is something that can be a game changer for a lot of people. Pretty much every American needs this account. So I'm excited to talk more about this today. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, and also with Bitcoin. There's so much stuff I could talk about, but I felt like this is one of the most applicable and important things I could share today. All right, let's get into it. The topic for today's podcast is having a Roth IRA, but not just any Roth IRA. This one is pretty special. Now, for those that don't know, IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account. If you do not have an individual retirement account, then I strongly recommend that you get this account set up as fast as possible. It takes just a few minutes, and this retirement account pays you. As far as I know, there's no other individual retirement account that does some of the things that Choice IRA does. And I've looked into a lot of accounts. I've looked into M1 Finance, Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, and so on. I've looked at all these things. So there's a few reasons why I'm so excited about this account. And we'll outline a few reasons. Number one, because you can get free Bitcoin. Number two, they make saving fun. Number three, you can self-custody your Bitcoin and do multi-signature custody. So that's another more deep topic, but we'll talk about that near the end. Lots of good stuff in this account. All right, so let me get started and explain a few things. An individual retirement account is a retirement account defined by the government, and you are allowed to contribute $6,000 to an individual retirement account every single year, unless you are 50 years old old or older, then you can do what's called a catch-up contribution. You can do 7000 a year because your retirement is more imminent. Okay, So the government sets limits on like 401ks and IRAs and HSAs, all these different types of accounts. And that's what the limit is for an individual retirement account. Now there are two types of individual retirement accounts. I'm going to call them IRAs from here on out. But there is a traditional account and there is a Roth account. And the big difference between the traditional and the Roth is how it's treated for tax purposes. I don't want to focus on this aspect too much, but let's go over it at a very high level. And if you want to find out more, I can try and link some resource that explains this a little bit more. But with the traditional account, you get a tax break in the calendar year. So that $6,000 that you put in in 2022, we'll say, is shielded from taxes. It's something that you can deduct from your taxes and it gives you a tax break today. But when you retire, when you pull this money out in your 60s, we'll say, you have to pay the taxes then. So if that money that you put into this traditional account has grown a lot, you're going to have to pay a lot in taxes. And at a certain age, the government is going to make you take required minimum distributions and if you have too much money in one of these accounts, there's no way that you can control the tax bracket that you're going to be in because you will be on a mandated schedule by the government. So I don't really like traditional IRAs that much. I prefer Roth IRAs, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more. But a Roth IRA does not give you a tax break now. You're going to be putting in that $6,000. It does not help you save money on taxes in 2022. It helps you save taxes in 2052 or 2062, whenever you, it is that you retire. 
There's no required minimum distributions. As soon as your retirement in age, which is 59 and a half, you can pull out money from this account for your retirement to buy whatever you need when you're done working. The simple way to look at traditional versus Roth IRA is with the traditional account, you are getting a tax break when you buy the seed. And when you plant that seed, you go home and whatever fruit that tree produces, you have to pay taxes on for the rest of your life. Alternatively, with a Roth IRA, you do not get a tax break on the seed. You have to pay the tax that day that you buy the seed. But when you retire, you get all the fruit of that tree completely tax-free. You'll never have to pay taxes on this money again unless you pull it out too early. There's taxes and penalties if you pull out this money too early and you don't follow the rules. I can talk more about that later. And whatever money is left over in a Roth IRA when you pass away, it's way better for anyone that's going to stand to inherit your money. It's a little bit easier. But the point is, I think most people should focus on a Roth IRA for some of the reasons I've already explained. So I'm a big fan of Roth IRAs, okay? Now that I've got this basic, boring explanation out of the way, and let's go back to it, you can put in, as the government mandates, $6,000 a year. That works out really nice to be $500 a month. So what makes this account special is, I mean, saving for retirement sounds boring, right? Doesn't really light up a lot of people unless you're a finance nerd like me. But they have this feature called Blinko. It's this fun little game, and every 23 hours, or basically every single day, you get to drop this Blinko chip and have a chance to win something. Most days, it isn't that much, usually between $0.02 cents and $0.30 cents of Bitcoin, but it adds up over time, and it's all tax-free if you have it in the, your Roth account. And obviously, there are some slots that you win nothing, and there are some slots that you win more, and I'll try and put a picture of that in the show notes so that you can visualize what it looks like. But anyway, it's just this fun little game that you can do every single day. So pro tip when you play Blinko is it's best to play around bedtime 7 to 10 p.m. ideally because on Fridays they will post a tweet on Twitter and they'll usually give the reward like a 50x or a 100x on the winning slots. So depending on how many retweets they get, they're going to like 10, 20, 30, 40x. If they get 40 shares, they're going to 50x. If they get 50 shares, that kind of thing. And some of these days on Fridays, I've won, I think, about $30 of Bitcoin twice. I've won like $10 of Bitcoin a handful of times. And other days, it's just a couple bucks. So it just kind of depends. But since the timer resets every 23 hours, so Friday I play at 10 p.m. On Saturday, if I played as soon as I could, that'd be at 9 p.m. Sunday, it'd be 8. So, so like you just kind of keep trending back down into the afternoon hours throughout the week but on Friday you want to save it for the end of the day when it's got the most retweets and the highest bonuses the highest multiples of the normal price hopefully that makes sense I'm going to put out a blog post that shows how to set up this account they also have a great YouTube channel that shows how to set up this account but I'm going to try to share some screenshots so that you can visualize what this all looks like just know it's best to play it around bedtime so do it after dinner something like that and here's the other thing. With the Bitcoin that you win every single day, you don't have to keep it in Bitcoin. If you want to sell out of Bitcoin and put it into stocks because maybe you're not a Bitcoiner, do that. That's fine. You can totally do that. It's going to give you Bitcoin. You can do whatever you want with it, right? It's your account. So what I love about this is that 6000 a year that you can put in 
if you do it monthly, it's $500 a month. And if you do it daily, it's $16.40 a day. So what I love about this is the fact that you can win so much Bitcoin in this tax-free account, whether you want the Bitcoin or you trade it for stocks, whatever. But if you can regularly, we'll say a couple times a month, win 30 bucks of Bitcoin, 60 bucks of Bitcoin a month or something like that, then you know that covers like four days of contributions. I'm just saying it adds up. And this might be shooting it a little bit high, but if you could win $50 a month of Bitcoin, that ends up being about $600 worth of Bitcoin every year. And Bitcoin on average has gone up about 140% on an annual basis. So that $600, if Bitcoin does what it normally does, and if you just smoothed out all the volatility and it went up 140% on average, that $600 after one year, would be about $1,400, and you add $600 the next year, right? Just imagine if you're doing $6,000 a year, okay? So let's talk about this money. One other caveat with this free Bitcoin that you win from Blinko. How it works is you are limited to the $6,000 a year, and let's just say that you do this monthly, right? January, and we'll say through November. You cannot go over $6,000, right? So you might want to check with support, and ask for a statement or check your statements, see how much that you have put in because the Blinko money, even though the company is giving it to you, it counts as part of your $6,000. So as it comes to the end of the year, you might want to be careful about how much you put in because you don't want to go over that limit. And you can just email support and let's say like you did that on December 1st and you've already put in $500 a month over 11 months. You put in $5,500. Well, maybe you've won $500 on Blinko. You're done. It used to be like no more Blinko, but now they've come out with this thing where you can claim it now or claim it later. If you are at the limit to where you can't contribute anymore because of your own contributions and Blinko and you're bumping up against that $6,000 limit, you can save it until January, right? So you do have to be a little bit careful and watch that and make sure you don't go over the limit with Blinko and your own contributions. But still, in theory, this is $500 that you didn't have to contribute to a retirement account. So that's saving you quite a bit of money. And I think it's really great. So that's why, so I will say another rule with retirement accounts, these IRAs, is it's supposed to be tied to earned income. So if you are making money, then you can fund this account. So let's say that you just graduated high school and you're 18 and maybe you have a summer job that makes $3,000, but your parents are paying all your expenses you technically are only supposed to put in $3,000 because that's how much income you had. So if you make at least $6,000 a year, you can max out this account with $6,000. If you make less than $6,000, which I hope is not the case, but you can only put in as much as you made technically. I think that's the rule. Now here's another exciting piece is if you are married, you can open one for you and your spouse. So we've got a few things going for us. Let's say that we've got a young couple, they're married, and their household income, we'll just say, is the average. It's 45000 and maybe they don't have a lot of extra to save for retirement, and they don't have a 401k at the company they work for, right? So this is why having this account is so great, is because you're making 45000 you don't have a lot to save for retirement. You can still open this account and get some free Bitcoin. If you want to buy stocks with that Bitcoin, you can do it, whatever. 
But your spouse, even if your spouse didn't work or like was a stay-at-home parent or something, then they can also have an account, even though they don't have earned income. This is called a spousal IRA. It's totally legal. And this is what I did with my wife because sometimes she would work, sometimes she wouldn't. And it just kind of depended on the stage of life that we were in. But it's really a good thing because now if you do have the money, you can contribute 6000 in one and 6000 in the other. This is all money that's going to be tax-free for your retirement. And again, this account is potentially paying you. Maybe between the two of you, you earn between $500 and $1,000 of Bitcoin from Blinko. And that's of that $12,000 that you can max out, you only had to pay you know, 11000 or 11500 because they are paying you. So pretty cool. And once you're 59 and a half, you can withdraw this tax and penalty free. There is a little option where you can pull out money that you put in, but you have to have the account open for five years. So this is kind of a wonky rule. But if this 20-year-old couple just put in the 6,000 the one year and it grew to 10, they could pull out six, they have to leave four, right? That's kind of how it works. If they did it every single year for five years and they put in 30,000, let's just say that the account grew to be 100,000. After five years of having this account open, they can legally tax and penalty-free pull out this $30,000 for a down payment and leave the $70,000 because the Bitcoin happened to grow to, we'll just say, $100,000. They put in 30, and it went up so much that it was $100,000. That's just a completely hypothetical situation, but that's kind of how it works. The same thing for stocks could be said, right? If you bought some startup company and put in the $6,000 and it doubled, you can pull out after five years whatever you put in, nothing more. Otherwise, you're going to have to pay taxes on that money and penalties, okay? I will put a link to an article that explains this more because I'm not sure I explained that very well. So moving on, there is an income limit to having a Roth account. A lot of single people could definitely use this account if they don't make six figures. And everyone should because, again, free money, free Bitcoin, free stocks, if you want to switch it out, everyone should have this account if they make any amount of money and they don't contribute to a Roth IRA already, right? It's just such a no-brainer because no other retirement account that I know of is going to do this for you. So for couples and for singles, you have quite a bit of room. Basically, for singles up to 144000 you can do some Roth stuff. And for married people, up to about 214000 you can do some Roth. If you're bumping up against those limits, you might want to talk to an accountant, okay? There is some other rules, and I'm not really going to go into this, but if you have, like, college or, like, first-time homebuyers, you can also pull out money for some of these qualified things. And I know I kind of talked about the five-year rule. Most people don't start an account early enough to give them five years before they can pull out, before they buy a house. Who knows? But uh, I don't really recommend pulling money out of a Roth IRA early. I think it's money that should be for retirement. But I will say that I have done it once for a down payment on my first house. I pulled out $6,000 one year, and it was no big deal. Okay, So I've done this before. I don't really recommend it. I wish that I hadn't. I have a little bit of regret there, but it worked out fine in the end. We're, we're still on track. So I'm going to try and finish this up here. The company has a really awesome YouTube channel. They also have a podcast, and I learned a little bit more about this company recently on Anthony Pompliano's podcast. It was a really good interview. I'll link that. 
But basically, it's this guy named Ryan Radloff. He is the CEO of Choice by Kingdom Trust. So there was a merger of two companies. One was called Kingdom Trust, and one was called Choice. And they basically merged together. And yeah, so Choice not only offers Bitcoin, but they have 17 other cryptos in their retirement account. I'm not going to go through the list, but I can link what they have available. Um, but it's a really good interview on the Pomp podcast. And the CEO just happens to be a Bitcoiner, so they had some fun with it. And you know they came up with this Blinko thing, so it's pretty innovative stuff. So one thing they talk about a lot, and I kind of talked about this in some of my recent podcasts with, uh, with Michael Wayman's. But sats, satoshi, so like the prize at the bottom of Blinko is going to be like 50, 100, or 500 sats on a normal day. And it'll be more on Fridays and other special days when they do those multipliers. So one satoshi is one 100 millionth of a Bitcoin, right? So that's why when you get like 50 satoshis, it ends up being about 2 cents. When you get 500 satoshis, it ends up being about 28 cents, something like that. So anyway, that's what a satoshi is or sat for short but yeah there's that so i had a few other random notes i'm just gonna kind of round up here but basically i think you should also have a roth not just because of the simplicity of inheritance and simplicity of withdrawing in retirement but also that flexibility if you do need to pull out money in some ways it can act as an emergency fund but basically taxes by historical measures are pretty low right now and governments are running such big deficits, there's realistically only one way for taxes to go over time, and that would be up. And it'll bounce around depending on who is in office and what tax bills they pass, but that's just the way that I see it, and I'm backed up by a lot of people. One of the more notable ones that I hear talk about this is Clark Howard. He's a big proponent of having a Roth IRA and Roth 401k if you can. And the younger you are, the more important it is, because the younger you are, the more time you have for the money to grow and work for you. So it's more important the younger you are. The older you are, the less important it is to choose between a traditional and a Roth. So that's kind of how I see it, and hopefully that makes sense. But the other thing is with Roth accounts is, like I said, no taxes. Bitcoin has a very high cap-adjusted growth rate of about 140%, as I mentioned earlier, and there's no guarantee that that continues, but if you end up buying $6,000 of Bitcoin, and by the time you retire, that ends up, we'll just go crazy, and we'll just say that that's $2 million. Like, you're going to pay so much taxes with a traditional account on the way out than if you had a Roth. You'll pay no taxes, okay? You would have paid taxes on the $6,000 that you put in, but not on the way out. With a traditional, you're saving taxes on $6,000, but then you're paying taxes on $2 million. So it's just that flip-flop between traditional and Roth. Again, hopefully that makes sense. I have kind of explained it a couple times in a few different ways now. And anyway, I don't want to get too bogged down in the weeds of how these accounts work because this account, like I said, is a no-brainer. If you don't have a Roth IRA already, if you don't know about it, you should pretty much just do it and just make sure you stay under the limit. That's really all you need to know. Get the account, play Blinko, stay under the $6,000 limit. You'll be good. You'll have more money than you did before. All right, what else? Linking your bank is pretty easy with Plaid. They also support transfers from other accounts like uh, Vanguard or wherever. And they also support rollovers of like an old 401k. If you had a 401k that you left behind and it's just sitting there and you don't know what to do and maybe you want to buy some Bitcoin, you can roll this over. Or if you want to buy stocks with it, you can. 
some of the parts that I don't love so much, uh, the fees are a little bit high. They do have a 1% trading fee. So for every month when I put in my $500, and if I bought $500 of Bitcoin or I think of stocks too, it's going to cost me $5 in fees. So over the course of the year, if I put in 6000 or you know 5500 because maybe I got 500 in Blinko, they're going to take out $55 in fees. But there is also a 1% annual fee on top of that. So there's another $60 on the $6,000 that I have in there. But if your $6,000 maybe grew to $10,000, they're going to take $100. So they have a 1% fee of whatever you have in the account. So that's a little bit high, but this is, like I say, this is kind of a specialized account. They support things that most people don't, like crypto. Let me explain a few more things. When you deposit, this is one other thing I noticed. It's not a deal breaker by any means, but it takes three to five business days once you contribute that money to the account. And you can't invest for three to five days, okay? So if you're like watching Bitcoin and you see it drop and you're thinking, I'm going to buy this dip, you pull money into the account, well, hopefully it's still dipped in three to five days and hasn't shot back up. So that's a little bit annoying because in my experience with TD Ameritrade, Vanguard, Fidelity, you can deposit $500 and you can invest it instantly even though they haven't gotten the money yet. So I hope that they fix this at some point or add this feature. So let's switch to something positive. They have a nice referral program and it is limited to five people a year and the bonus for referring someone is $50. But the catch is that if I refer you, you have to put $100 in your account within 30 days to get a $50 referral bonus. And that also goes against your annual contribution. So I think it's within the realm of possibility to maybe if you refer five people in a year, you get 250 bucks. And between Blinko, maybe you get like 300 to 500 bucks. So it could be a substantial amount. And I mean, so much of the account could be funded by them and not by you, right? And so I know I mentioned those fees, the 1% annual fee of whatever you have in there and the 1% trading fee. But I think for the most part, like Blinko is going to cover this, if not more than cover it. So that's just uh, my thought there. Okay. They also have two-factor authentication. You should definitely set that up and use maybe Microsoft Authenticator. Google has one, and there's others too. Now, one interesting thing, and this is going to get a little bit more advanced, but they have three different types of accounts. One has no annual fee on top of what I've already mentioned. It's similar to having your Bitcoin on Coinbase or your stocks on any other place, right? Um, but let's talk specifically about Bitcoin. It's basically an online exchange, okay? They have another option where you buy Bitcoin or crypto and they can put it into cold storage for you, meaning that it is kind of unhackable because it is not connected to the internet, or we'll just say it's less hackable. It's a lot harder to get to because there's no connection to the internet. That's called cold storage instead of hot storage. So you got the hot storage free plan, then you've got the cold stored plan where they're going to take it and disconnect it from the internet but still hold your Bitcoin in a cold storage wallet. 
and there is an additional 1% fee for this option. I would consider this option probably once you get to like we'll say $5,000 in Bitcoin uh, that this is definitely a good idea. I mean you might decide at 2000 that's enough money for you to make it worth it but anyway there's that and you can switch between these options anytime. Now finally there is a way for you to hold your own key and this is really the key differentiator between choice and other retirement accounts and other Bitcoin apps but you can hold your own keys there is a $500 setup fee and a $10 a month fee and they are partnered with a company called Casa and I need to talk about them more and the self custody thing but basically you can hold your own key and then use a multi-signature key storage solution that lets you be in full control of your Bitcoin in your retirement account. So it's the most secure way that you can do it, but there is that $500 setup fee, and maybe I have some conflicting information here because I see that it's $125 to maintain your trust and $120 for the gold level tier of multi-sig. Uh, I know I'm going a little bit deeper here, but that's about $250 to maintain this holding your own keys. I would strongly consider this maybe once you're in the $10,000 plus range of Bitcoin. And I think that about covers it, but it's a pretty easy onboarding into CASA and multi-signature and that just the highest security you can have pretty much for your Bitcoin. Now there are two main competitors with choice as far as allowing Bitcoin in a tax deferred account, basically in a retirement account. One is called Bitcoin IRA, and the other is called iTrust Capital. But neither of those two accounts let you self-custody. So that self-custody option is the key differentiator to me. And you can always switch between the different plans anytime you want. Just email support, and they will do that for you. All right, sorry, I've been going for a while, but there's also a way for you to request that they add another digital asset that you might want on the account as I'm looking through their support knowledge base. Um, but yeah, basically, a little bit more about the company. They hold $18 billion in assets on behalf of 100,000 plus account holders. Okay, they have been offering Bitcoin since uh, 2017, and basically, this is a big driver of their business, and it kind of makes sense right now. Also, your money is. FDIC insured while it is sitting in cash from what I understand and the cold storage so if you don't do the self custody where you're taking it into your own hands but you allow them to do that uh, cold storage for you that is done by Fidelity Digital Assets which is institutional grade custody and they have been doing this since 2013 so that is also a pretty good option well I think we covered just about everything you probably need to open this account and if you're married refer your spouse and also if you have like friends or family in college that maybe you're working part-time get them referred get anyone out of college referred anyone that's trying to pay off their debt their student loans early in their career where they're not making very much get them referred get them to start contributing to retirement and if they don't want the Bitcoin that's fine. Sell it for the stocks. Sell it for REITs. Sell it for whatever you want. But just know that this is a retirement account that will pay you, that will let you hold Bitcoin. 
I think it will even let you hold gold in it that you can self-custody, silver in it that you can self-custody. Like this account can do other things, but I'm focused mostly on the Bitcoin aspect. But you can also just trade stocks anytime. Although if you're going to do stocks, I think Fidelity, Vanguard, Charles Schwab, M1 Finance are probably better choices just because they don't have trading fees. And they also deposit faster. But as far as Bitcoin and an IRA, I don't think you can beat choice. All right, I hope you found this valuable. Let me know if you have questions or set up a meeting if you want to go through this. I have a link to my calendar where you can set something up and we can talk about this and get you going on this. So let me know how I can best help you. And if you have questions that you want me to address on the show, send me a voicemail on my website. And remember that financial independence is doable. I'll be back with you soon.